call the Pulitzer Prize. Like, I literally was like, I am a genius. Again, the Love Myself podcast, a place where Carly and I come every Monday to talk to you guys about different health and wellness topics. So if you're here for the first time, welcome. We're happy to have you here. And we usually start our episodes with a weekly update. So Carly, why don't you take us, take it, whatever, take it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, last time we left off, I, I don't even remember what I was saying about my life. But um, as far as running, uh, everything's been good. I was actually talking to Brooke about this this morning, but the running plan that I had been following was running like maybe five days a week. That's including like the long runs. So I would have like multiple, like three and four mile runs, four of them, I guess, throughout the week. And then I would have the long run at the end of the week. And it was just like so much running and it was kind of starting to annoy me to the point where Um, I went skiing this weekend and I actually skipped one of the runs um, because I like literally just didn't want to do it. And I think that it's fine. And then now I'm sort of rolling into more so the three shorter runs and one long run per week. And I'm thinking I'm actually just really excited to get into that. Um, So I'm I'm actually going to do I'm not supposed to. It's not in my plan, but I don't care. It's probably only going to make me better anyway. Um, The four mile run I'm supposed to do tonight. And also, I just don't really want to run outside. Um, I'm doing on the treadmill. I'm doing another like hill circuit workout. I actually really liked it last time, even though it's like kind of torture. I still really like it. Um, So I'm just going to duplicate what I did last time. I think I have it again next week. I'm just going to keep doing it so early in my like running for this marathon that I feel like I should be fine. I don't think it's going to hurt me. I think it can only help you, honestly, as long as you're doing it safely. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I really think it's only going to help. So then it's going to get warmer, so I'm going to be fine. But I have eight miles in my long run this week. I'm not too nervous about it. But um, this is kind of like I'm trying to like really enjoy it because this is the last few like runs that are like long runs that are like actually doable and easy not that they're not doable but like I'm just nervous to be starting a week where I'm staring down like 16 miles at the end of it and I just like I'm just like not ready for that but um but yeah I mean everything so far has been good this weekend I went all the way to Vermont and I didn't even ski but I don't care because (laughs) I wasn't really planning on it anyway um my boyfriend's family they have like a condo in Vermont and we stay there so it's it's like ski on ski off so like I actually didn't ski and it was like the easiest thing in the world for me to do so so um but it also was six degrees in Vermont oh wow yeah and Alex like came back and was like you would not have enjoyed that because it was freezing okay well I'm just saying when we go to Canada you better be on the slopes oh no I'm excited too because the other reason why was because I didn't realize like when I first said yes to going that it was a holiday weekend and it was gonna be oh right yeah that was another part of it too was I don't want to go out there be freezing and it be be crowded I'm so like it's so funny because I went from like never skiing to being so stuck up about skiing like (laughs) (laughs) I watched the shuttle go by I'm like "Mm, can't imagine like (laughs) So you just want the trail to yourself. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. Well, I know that from, and from, I looked at pictures and like the trails are obviously like huge in Mont unless like 
I saw the wrong photos and I'm completely wrong. But in Vermont, they're small. So there's people just like everywhere and it's so annoying. And like I'm hitting these 12-year-old kids and I'm like yelling at them. Like it's not good. Yeah, but like being in Vermont though and those mountains are so, so much wider and longer than the ones in Pennsylvania. Like Camelback, there's a five-year-old kid every – Everywhere I turn. I thought it was way better in Vermont. I mean, you went last week was a crowded weekend, so. Yeah. So, I mean, look, like, I knew – I going there, like, I kind of knew I didn't really want to ski anyway. I was, like, kind of really not into it. So, um, I kind of – I woke up, and I also had to run, too. So, I I did that. I ran at the treadmills, which – they actually had really nice treadmills, which isn't shocking because it's, like, I think – A resort. (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a nice resort. So, and then I went in the sauna and the pool. I like nice. really, you know, hung out. It was good. So I had a good weekend. Um, yeah, and like I said, I, on Sunday we spent. We literally left Vermont at twelve and didn't get to Hoboken until like eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. because we drove. Well, we drove to Massachusetts for <laughs> the devil's lettuce and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was like uh, probably like an hour out of the way and then we yeah. drove back to Alex's parents house which is in like New York um to drop off our ski stuff so that we would have it for Canada uh, um we literally brought all of our skis home and then we then we had a train at six so we got to Alex's parents house at like five and they were literally just getting there too and then we had to take the train home from like six to seven thirty and then we like you know, getting off the train, whatever. We got home like right before eight. So it was just such a long day. And I was like, why don't you run when you get home? I was like, absolutely yeah, right. <laughs> not. It's the last and thing I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely not. So then yesterday was Monday, the day I had off. So I, I spent like, I, I had a really, you know, one of those days where you're like, you really, you don't get dressed until like maybe two o'clock, but you like cook everything you need to cook. You clean everything you need to clean and you do all the laundry and you're just like, damn like you didn't actually do anything but you no that's productive everything. oh my god yeah it's like one of the best days I was just like chilling on the couch watching um the circle like the new Netflix reality TV everyone show. is talking about that oh it's dude, a reality dude. show oh my god yeah dude it's so good it's like the, ex- the like it's trash but it's incredible like sort of reminds me of like the old school uh MTV reality TV shows with like the okay. people in a house. So oh, maybe I'll have really to watch be it. Really annoying for anyone who watches it, but it's basically like there's eight people. They're in an all in the same apartment building, but they're all in different rooms, and they don't see each other and they don't interact with each other other than through this like social media platform. And the social media platform is called The Circle. It's basically like you create a profile and there's all these different like group chats. So. But then every single week, um, all the players, like, rank each other based on who they like, like, based on the social media profiles and oh, the way wow. that they've interacted with each other. So far. There's, like, little games. It's, like, um, they – what was one of the games they did? Um, so they're bringing the Black Mirror episode to life? Sort of, yeah. And so <laughs> – That's frightening. It was awkward because everyone was, like, I don't really know how to rank these people because – I don't really know that much about. So they kind of just had to go off of like, well, you know, they said that one thing in the group chat and that was a little weird. So I'm well, that's, them, yeah, that's you know, the point. That's the point. Yeah. yeah they exactly. have a lot to base them off of, so they're going to make them base them off superficial crap. <laughs> so, there's a twist. 
there's some people that are catfishing the group. Oh. Yeah. So there's like a handful. So say out of like seven or eight, there's like two or three people at a, t- at a given time that aren't who they say they are. Wow. No. Oh my God. I'm getting the chills because it's so wild. And so, but wait, so at the end of the ranking, the top two people get to pick who gets blocked. Hmm. So there's, and like, there's always all different twists and turns. Like it's like a, um, like the circle is kind of like the powers that be in this like little universe that they had, that they okay. created. And so like, there could be a, a week where, um, does somebody just goes home? Like, so it, th- there's different, like, twists and stuff it's not all like set in stone with like most reality tv shows that's kind of like what they do is they like twist it around and see what happens Interesting. But i'm work like i crack up some these people are so like um the character there's not character there's like person um his name is joey and he's like he's from rochester new york his last name's sasso so he's very like he's italian he like loves mm-hmm. his mom he cracks me up so much like just some of the shit he says to himself but when he's by himself and he, oh like one time oh so wait so if somebody gets like knocked off the show they can go and choose to meet anybody they want in person one person at the end so like if they had a really good relationship with say somebody who was like an they're called influencers when they're the top two and they get to send somebody home. So if they're like um, friends with them and they go home, some of them go see that influencer and they're like, why'd you send me home? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can literally go see whoever they want and they can go see somebody and not know that they were catfishing and then find out that they were. So Joey was like, so yeah, whoever like gets sent home, like come visit me. I got a glass of wine. I'm really <laughs> bored. <laughs> He was like, he just like cracks. He has this whole skincare routine and he like does the face mask. He's so funny. So sorry. That was so off topic, but like, um, it, it's a really good show. I it's okay. Well, I heard it. people talking about it. Like I heard the name The Circle and I was like, yeah, I'm not watching that because I thought that there was this CW show called The Secret Circle, which is like oh. a supernatural show. And so no. I was like, okay, so they put it on Netflix. Big deal. <laughs> like no, That's no, what no, I no. thought it was. This When you were like reality show, I was like, that's not what I expected. Uh, way no, more up my alley. It's like, it's, you know you're watching like stupid reality TV, but right. if you're into that, like it's definitely if, if you're into that, it's your show. Like yeah, if you watch I mean, the I'll Bachelor, say, well, The Bachelor is my really my only reality show. Like I'm not yeah, I don't want into else. anything else. Like I'm not a Vanderpump no. Rules, Southern Charm, no Real I Housewives. Like it it's, it's um I used to watch um Are You the One on MTV. Yeah, I watched the In first college. few seasons of that, and that was I'd say it's more exciting to that because it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say it's more similar to that. It doesn't have like, it's not like the people on the people on there are playing a game. It's not like um just a Kardashian thing where it's like okay. them in their house eating salad. I'll like, try it's it out. A game. I'll try it out and let you yeah, guys know. And if, maybe there'll be two two recommendations from us, and then then you have to watch. That's it. the most <laughs> exciting thing that's going on in my life right now. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch it then. Um, was there anything yeah. else that you wanted to update us on? No, I mean, that's really it. I'm just kind of chugging along with running, existing, having a good time. I'm just really excited about this podcast topic, as you'll be able to tell oh. from all of my 
yes. research, but um, we will get there. Um, so my past week has been all right. I ran an 11 miler on Saturday, which if you follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. you saw I tried to post some Insta stories along my run. So it did go really well. I really wasn't sure if I was going to do the 11 miles because when I woke up, I woke up late Saturday. Normally I wake up more, I guess like 7.38, but I woke up at nine o'clock and I, it was That's supposed early. to snow. That's not early. But like normally I like to like be no, out. And, well, like normally I like to do my Saturday runs between like 9 and 11. Like I like to be back before lunch. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. I woke up. I was like, I really am not feeling it. It's supposed to snow today. Like maybe I'll just run tomorrow, whatever. And so I was like just feeling blah in the morning. Not sure. I was like, maybe I'll do like two miles just to lessen the 11 miles tomorrow because it just seemed so overwhelming. But I had a good breakfast and I ended up just being like, whatever, I'm going to go out there and try because it had stopped snowing for a little bit. So I brought everything I would need. Uh, So I brought two goos with me. I had a full water bottle. Um, I put body glide on. And so I was ready to go. And I like that was fun though. I feel like if you try to hype yourself up about like getting on your gear and like getting ready, I feel like it makes it a little bit easier to like deal with. So I kind of approached it. I took my first goo at four miles because I so I took it like a little bit early because I was like, if I don't like it was just it was hard to decide if I was if I needed to, but I was like, I don't want to take the one too late if like I'm gonna yeah. be eleven miles, so I took the what one early. Was it? I took strawberry banana at four Ooh, miles. I don't like that flavor. And then, so then at like seven and a half miles, I was like, all right, I'm doing the eleven. So I took the second one. I took chocolate goo, and oh, so I took two goos. But I will say, the eleventh mile, I thought I was gonna poop my pants. Oh, I, and it was painful and it was painful the rest of the day, I will say. So I think from now on, I'm going to try to like really try not taking that. Like I want to try, a lot of people talk about you can, uh, generation you can is like another company and they have, um, powdered drinks and, uh, nutrition bars, but Okay. It's supposed to be I, – I don't know the terminology because I'm not sponsored by them, um, but, like, basically, like, some sort of slow-acting carb or whatever. And people say that, like, it's better to approach long runs, like, taking that and then, like, taking the goose later in the run, like, toward the end. So, yeah. I have to do another 12-mile this Saturday, so I might have a different approach. So I'll let you guys know what I end up doing next week. But like I said, I, I did the 11 miles. It was all right. And I was so shocked. I did post this on our Instagram too, that my average, I, I didn't hit a peak minute. I didn't have a peak heart rate at all in the 11 miles, which like, wow. I don't, that doesn't even I mean, happen to I'm me like, in my three mile runs. Like I'm looking at I'm my, good. like my, you want to like then push or not on the long runs. Well, I mean, I definitely was like, starting out slow because I didn't know like you know I wanted to make sure I could finish but I was shocked yeah it was an average yeah. of well, 147 average yeah. my average mile time was 10 12 which is slower for me um, right but yeah I don't know I was really shocked but I do yeah, def- but that's good though. If, that, if that's your like average pace and that's your and you're just chilling that's fire yeah like, well now up. well yeah now I definitely yeah. know I can do a lot more than that you know I definitely can yeah. go faster and harder and longer yeah well yeah 
I want to make sure I can do it all. But now maybe I'd have to do the 12 miles on Saturday. So I might approach maybe. it with some more fire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm like starting to, so like before I had this tracker, I never really paid attention to my heart rate. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, oh, like interesting. Cause on the, on the runs where I feel really like, like I'm moving and like mm-hmm. really fast, sometimes I'll be surprised and my heart rate's really low, but then other times it's harder. And I'm just starting to notice, I guess, like patterns mm-hmm. um, in terms of like how I'm feeling on a run and like where my heart rate is at. Right. So it's really interesting to like, look, look again, like I know we hyped up the running log and like the Excel sheet and everything hardcore, like last episode, it's just multiple reasons why it's cool to like log your runs and stuff. Yeah. To be helpful. Yeah. Yeah, and just to remind everybody what Carly's talking about, we did talk about it extensively in the last episode. If you go to our website and submit your email, even if you just DM us on Instagram and send us your email, we'll send you a link to it's it is a Google Sheet, um, but it's a run log. You can run all your log um, log all your runs, and there's a lot of different information that you can input. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, you can check out our last episode as well. But yeah, that's really all that's going on with me. Oh, I did want to say today because, well, today we're talking about self-care. And today I practiced a little self-care. I took a bath with a lush bath bomb that my sister got me for Christmas. I put on the lush, we're not sponsored by lush, uh, coffee mask on my face. And I just relaxed in the bath for a little bit. For like 10 minutes. It's not, I can't sit in the bath that long. Like I hype up the bath, you know, light the candle, do everything. It's like five minutes. Four hours. Uh, No joke. I get cold. Like my whole body is not even under the water. water. (laughs) You have to add more hot water. I need a bigger bath. You need a bigger bath and you need one of those trays where you can put your laptop on it. And you just, oh, I like, have one of those. I do have one of those. I ha- it has a book stand. Oh, it has a co- It has a wine. I could put a wine on it. Oh, it's probably from Amazon. I think my sister um, got it for me for my birthday or something. I was actually so excited when we were – because I'm like – I'm obsessed with baths. Like, no joke, I've gotten to fights with my dad for, like, hogging the bathroom because of how much I take baths and, like, love them. When I was looking for an apartment, I was like, look, like, it's not a deal breaker for me. Like, I'm not going to try to be high maintenance about this, but I would really like an apartment (laughs) with a tub. Bought one with a tub and the drain is, like, broken. So, like, it fills up and then it drains out, like, halfway if you don't keep the water running. Do you know why that happens? I don't know. Well, so I just – well, I'll just – tell you and maybe I'll leave this here for someone else's tip but in my when I had my apartment um there is something on like if you have the thing that like is it a lever that you push up and down to okay like usually usually under those like on the underside is like a Uh lip where water goes in if it fills over that so on Amazon so on Amazon they sell this suction cup that you put over the lever so it doesn't let the water in and it doesn't drain out through that other drain. Because the point of that drain is so you don't overflow your tub. But obviously you want it high. So you should go on Amazon yeah, and buy one of those suction things. That's what I had in my apartment. But just the suction things, mine got a little bit moldy. So just make sure you dry them and stuff. Okay. You have to send me that. Okay. <laughs> oh my god you just my whole life I know oh but no god. I had the same problem in my apartment I'm like why is it draining yeah. <laughs> like, what's yeah. happening I just thought like 
I just thought like, woe is me. This is my life. No. Like, it sucks. I'm going to run up the water bill. There's a solution. You're welcome. Love that. Okay. I should have known. Like, well, I think that's a great transition into the episode. So like I said, we do want to talk about self-care today. And I'm going to go really hard about skincare and probably scare like 90% of people with, well, with the amount of reasons. So explain why we wanted to also put a big emphasis yeah, yeah, yeah. on skincare. So actually, it's funny because when Brooke and I were like starting out and thinking of like, oh, okay, like let's do a podcast. Like Brooke kind of wanted to do one. I wanted to do one. We were kind of like, you know just talking about it um we would like Wait. talk about oh we talk about what I just want to say I don't know if you remember this but I like I kind of forgot about it till I was scrolling through our podcast doc our first podcast uh-huh. idea was a political one <laughs> we made like I wrote so- notes on like we're gonna do all the democratic candidates all the republican nope. candidates. like New York Times is for that like, what yeah well you but know what we, we but I was learned. actually when well so when I was reading it though I was like Wow, it's so funny that like, funny that we even thought of anything else. But now what we are doing is something we are so passionate about and that we love. And I'm like, why yeah. did we ever think we were going to do a podcast about anything else? <laughs> like, Dude, I would never, ever be prepared for any of those episodes. Like, we I just, just, I just like, we wouldn't have been like, I mean, we care about yeah, certain things, but like, this is, this is our life. Yeah. It would have felt like homework. It wouldn't have been fun. Yeah. Well, so that's why this is perfect because I... This is all, like, so I've, I've done so much, like, skincare research over the last, like, three or four years because I had, like, adult acne. I'll talk more about it later. But when we were coming up with ideas to do this podcast, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do a about running and all this stuff. And I, I thought about it. I was like, how could, like, skincare fit? Because it's just something I love so much and I love talking about. Um, and, like, I've contemplated, like, you know, doing one of those videos it's like I know you guys have been asking so much about what I use <laughs> my skincare routine Carly wants to do his skin Carly's wanted you probably have one recorded no I don't I'm surprised, I but I like, always there was never a time where like you became a YouTube person because I feel like <laughs> no I've thought about it so many times the amount of times like I've texted broken like I'm starting the YouTube channel today and I don't because I'm so scared but this is like great because like so Last week, we did, like, the body positivity episode, and we asked people, like, when they don't feel confident, and a lot of people responded with when they break out, when Mm. they have acne, and, like, even I responded that. I responded, like, when I have a huge pimple on my face, like, I feel like a literal gremlin, don't look at me, like, I'm the troll under the bridge, like, I'm ugly, and honestly, I was like, oh, shit, like, wait, this, like, totally fits in, and we we thought it, you know, fit under the Mm self-care thing, because it was, like, yesterday I sent out a snapchat that said like just did the 200 steps skincare routine and like my face was looking all like oily and stuff but I think that like you know everybody obviously should have like their routine they do every single day but there's also like the version of it when you have like four hours to get ready or when you have a full Sunday and like you want you know to do something to like pamper yourself but also like help with troubled areas and then we just thought okay why don't I just kind of explain um skincare because a lot of my friends like ask me about it and and I hate saying that because it's like everybody's asking me about what I do for my skin but no joke like well honestly I don't want to do the research for it your skin looks good so I'm just gonna trust what you tell me yeah I mean I've done like a ton of research I've also gone to a dermatologist as well um which not to say that means I have any type of like 
higher knowledge or anything, but like I've done so much research to the point where none of that worked. And then I had to go to the, the dermatologist. So like, I, I mean, I know a decent amount and I think more, I think as I like talk to my friends about it, probably more than the average person. And there's just like a lot to know and it's really confusing. And the other problem is when you Google like best serum to use, all these companies are using that as their ad. They're not actually the best skincare. And there's all obviously all people on YouTube with like millions of followers and they're getting PR kits. They're getting, um, you know, like brands reaching out to them saying, can you say we're, can you do a review of us? And some people well, are very so honest. I kind of want to interrupt you for a second, like how yeah, as a consumer, like that's where I, I go for a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of people go to YouTube or, you know, the internet. So how can we, like, how do you navigate, I guess, like the real yeah. information from just what people are pushing to you? There's, well, recognizing that like most majority of the things you're seeing are ads, whether they say it or not. Um, so trying to find like the people who do honest reviews and how do you know they do honest reviews, they review it and like maybe 50% of the time they're telling you they don't like a product mm-hmm. for one reason or another. Right. The other thing you have to also consider is you have completely different skin from everybody else. So you have to know what your skin type is and you have to kind of navigate um, your research kind of that way. And you also just know that like you're going to be trying a lot of different things because there's also when you're mixing certain things together, like it, it, it's kind of when you get into like worrying about ingredients and stuff, it can be really like complicated. You, you want to basically make it so that the only thing you're really Googling is like, can I use this and this together? Basically, mm-hmm. I, I think the stuff I put together is like a decent, hopefully it's not confusing. I, I hope it, I don't think it will be, but um, it's like a good place to start. And it's like really in depth. So you know, if you want to just pick out a cleanser, serum, moisturizer for yourself, this is a good episode. But if you want to literally pick out a cleanser, exfoliator, toner, essence, serum, moisturizer, balm for yourself, this is also a good episode. (laughs) Okay. Well, I did know that I I said we would start with general self-care, but I feel like we'll just dive right into all the skincare stuff. So what are the basics? Like, what do I need? Okay, this is kind of weird because I don't have you here, Brooke. Hello. Um, I'm just going to roll right into it and start by explaining. <laughs> you just texted me, don't press, re- don't forget to press record. Yeah, well, I did. The red button is on. So I'm just going to roll into it and explain why I'm re-recording and then just go from there. So, hey guys. So this is the part of the app where um, I was just going to start rolling into skincare. And when we initially did this, I did and I didn't like it. So I'm currently re-recording it after the fact. Um, I just think I went way too hard. Like I was rambling so much and I looked and we were like an hour and 15 minutes into recording and I was like, I just need to calm down and stop. So this is a much more succinct and concise version of what I was saying earlier, but I also wanted to include just a couple of things to start off. Um, I, the reason I know uh, so, so much about, uh, I guess, you know, I don't think I know so much about taking care of my face, because it's just something that I um, take really seriously. I, I think what we learned from talking to um, our friends, like based on the last episode about like what makes them feel confident, what doesn't is having clear skin. And 
my mom always growing up would tell me how important it is to wear sunscreen and take care of your skin. She's like, you know, she always had, and, and she doesn't wear makeup well into her, I won't say how old she is, but, um, you know, later in life and she never really did, but she always looked so great and her skin always looked so nice. I mean, she also has had great habits her whole life. Um, she's worked out since before I could remember, like, when I was really young, five times a week, always drinking water, always eating vegetables. So that's like a huge part of it. What you may not know um, is that your diet or your lifestyle is definitely affecting your face. So the more you take care of yourself, the more sleep you get, more water you drink, um, the more active you are, the clearer your skin will be. And actually, um, one of the things I wanted to mention too was that the part of your face where you get acne is actually um, very indicative of how you're, why you're getting it. So I think it's like, the one that I know off the top of my head is your chin, mainly because that's where I would get acne a lot. And that meant that it was coming from like the hormones during um, my period. So there's some like, if you get it near your hairline, it just means like, you know, the oils are sleeping down from your hair. Um, your cheeks could be like from like your pillow not being clean. Um, your jawline in general is, you know, based on like hormones and um, your gut health as well, which is wild. And then um, if you're getting it on your like forehead and your nose, it has to do with like your like stress and things like that. So, I mean... I would look into that if you're always getting things in the same spot. So I, I basically didn't really have acne a lot growing up when I was a teenager, um, which is like, I always thought I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to be one of those people who just like doesn't have an issue with this. But I started getting it in college. And I, I guess I don't know if that's technically considered adult acne or not. But you obviously get it when you're going through puberty and growing up. And my brother actually had very bad acne. I think he um, had to, I think he went through a similar like situation as me. He went straight to the dermatologist um, because it was just so bad. But, and I've had friends who had cystic acne, like really bad on their face, like growing up. I never really had that issue. I thought I was going to go off scot-free and I didn't. Um, I started getting it in college and I thought, okay, maybe it's like my lifestyle. And then the other thing as women, we have to consider birth control and our periods and things like that. So I actually stopped using the form, the pill form of birth control because I, well, first I thought it was also making me gain weight, which, you know, there's always like, I feel like no matter how much research I do, I never can find like whether that's true or not. But and then I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm not getting any sleep. I'm drinking alcohol. I'm eating shitty food. Like, I just kind of accepted it. I was like, look, like I just, and it wasn't, it was pretty fairly under control. It wasn't that bad. But then once I got out of school and I was like really taking care of myself, I was still consistently getting acne on my chin. And then it started getting really bad. And I started with the NuvaRing for birth control, which I don't know. I'm just telling you what I use. <laughs> I don't know how personal that is or not, but it, it's helpful to the conversation because um, the reason it was suggested to me was because I went to the dermatologist, probably like, not dermatologist, the gynecologist, like every other probably 20 year old girl has done and complained 
I hate my birth control either. Like I can't take the pill all the time or it's making me fat or it's I'm breaking out. And she had explained to me that when you ingest the the birth control um, and the hormones are, are in it, like you kind of, you your body takes it in differently. So it can go all over when you when you're like, ingesting a pill so when you're taking a pill orally like it goes all over versus when you have the numering it like the release of the hormones really only stays within like your uterine area it doesn't always necessarily go throughout your whole body so I was like that's why that was like my reason for getting the numering also I was obviously like everybody else really terrible at taking a pill I don't ever I just don't understand how birth control can be so inconvenient <laughs> and I, I get it it's like everyone's like just take it like set an alarm blah 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 it's not that hard but like I just didn't I just didn't do it it didn't work for me and I can attribute that to being lazy but it doesn't matter at this point so I get the new ring and I'm like okay so this has this can't have anything to do with my birth control anymore um but it does come every single time around my period so I tried this is why I have like a decent amount, I guess, of like, not advice, but just like, I guess, maybe things to think about. And just I go through like a whole skincare routine, which I will in like a couple minutes, and just giving you ideas of things to try that maybe you haven't tried before, or um, just a little bit of background on like certain steps of a routine and like why they matter and what you can try maybe if you haven't tried it yet. So at this point, I've tried chemical peels, I've tried exfoliators, I've tried getting a cleansing brush, I've tried retinol in the over-the-counter versions that I could get, and it's still not going away. And these cystic acne, if you're unfamiliar, good for you because, like, it's really bad. It's, like, one pimple on top of another sometimes, so, like, I'll obviously like I'll pop one and this is so gross but um, I'll pop one and then there will be like another one underneath it's it's terrible like white huge it's, this is just abs I'm just really talking about how gross I am right now but like it's it's probably they hurt you can feel them coming like days before they arrive like then days after the scarring is much worse so it's really not ideal and I was probably getting like four or five and the funny thing too is like they were always they would alternate which side of my chin they would be on so it was just very like um it was happening so consistently that I was just like I I've tried everything there's literally nothing I don't think I can even do anymore so I went to a dermatologist so my first of all, everything I say, you know, about skincare is based on just kind of like me doing my own internet research. So take it with a grain of salt. You have your own skin. I have my own skin. And I, I have um, normal, pretty normal skin. I'm I'm kind of like combination because I have like an oily T-zone, meaning like my middle, my forehead down to my nose and my chin can be like most oily parts of my skin. I, my nose can sometimes get like blackheads. I my pores are clogged my nose constantly like um so that's just like just give you an idea of so I can when I tell you the things that worked for me you just have an idea of what my skin type is so and everybody has their own concerns but I that's kind of like the theme of it is like you kind of just have to do a lot of trial and error but I know a lot of people who actually do try their own at home remedies a lot before they go to the dermatologist but if you're at a point where you're just like, you keep getting it and you can't stop the breakouts. Like I just recommend going because the other thing too, is they have, you know, obviously prescription grade 
medication that that may be this may be the point where you need to get that is what I'm saying. So I actually take a pill every morning, like orally, almost like taking a vitamin. And that has been what kept has kept my acne away for now, I think maybe three months. Um, I'm not totally acne free. I do get pimples, but they're like nothing pimples. They're literally nothing. So, and I was given a retinol, which I should use more, but I don't. So this is just going to be a run through of a routine from cleanse to, you know, whatever you end your routine with oils or moisturizers of just suggestions, advice, and things to consider. So starting off with cleansing, makeup remover is not a cleanser. I know a lot of my friends just, I, I mean, if you're like, you know, drunk getting back from the bar, like fine, don't wash your face. But um, I think this is just like a no brainer. I think um, if you're if you're like confused why you're getting pimples and you don't wash your face, like maybe you need to do that. Um, so there's really, I don't think a ton of stuff to say about a cleanser. Um, people ask me if I um, recommend like one of those cleansing brushes. I do and I don't. Clarisonics, like those, the traditional kind of brush can be really harsh on your skin. Um, so if you have sensitive skin, like don't. I, I wouldn't. I, I do have the Clinique face brush thing. I don't know what it's called. And I do use it from time to time in the shower, maybe like once a week, once every two weeks, just to do like a flush out of like when I'm feeling gross, whatever. I don't know. Um, and typically, the, the reason I like the Clinique one is because it has softer bristles and then it has like a little section on the top with... Um, thicker, uh, more like harsh bristles that you can use to get in like your nose and whatever, um, corners of your face where there's like a lot of oil buildup. So I recommend it and I don't, like I said, I think it's worth trying if you are super oily, just like I would recommend maybe a, a physical exfoliator. So, um, and then with cleansers, like, I think, I feel like it's overwhelming. There's so many different kinds. You've got like micellar water, oil, milk, foaming, non-foaming. It really honestly just depends on um, what you're into. I think for the most part, I, I use the um, CeraVe hydrating cleanser. I've also used the foaming one. I like them both. Another thing is uh, look for non I always have an issue saying this word, comedogenic, which I guess it means that um, it's good for people who are acne prone because it won't it's not going to give you acne. Um, it's not going to make you oily. So look for that on there, especially if you're, you have super oily skin. Um, but other than that, like, honestly, it really is kind of up to you. Another thing I'll say is like, just, I, I wouldn't get an alcohol-based uh, cleanser. <sighs> they really dry out your skin and there's like other parts of your routine where you can include those same effects. So wrapping up with cleansing, you, it's a must. You have to do it. Like, I just, there's, you shouldn't complain about acne if you don't wash your skin. The second step in like a really full um, skincare routine would, if like you're doing this on a Sunday and you're like, are treating yourself, then throw a mask in like after you cleanse. I don't know anybody who uses one every single day. So I like Kiehl's masks um, and the Glossier lines of one. They heard Summer Fridays are great. Again, they're, they're kind of almost similar to being like like serums where they're like prescription based so you kind of take one that's like brightening or moisturizing so 
I, this is just, I, just so you guys all know, like, this is where I would put a mask in, like, an order of operations of skincare. So, like, just so there's that. And then um, the second step, or the third step, would be um, exfoliating. If this isn't something you do already, I, I think, and you have, like, issues with your skin, I think this could be a big game changer for you. It's something you, it, like, how often you do this kind of depends on how um, your your skin type, I think if you are drier, you probably should do it less um, just because you don't want to like strip your skin. You want to like, because the, the process of exfoliating is kind of getting rid of dead skin and getting under layers of skin. So you probably don't want to do that if your skin is already extremely fragile. And if you're oily, you obviously, this is something you probably want to do a lot more often. There's different types. So one of the most common kinds is just like a physical exfoliator. So this is like your St. Ives apricot scrub with like um something with granules in it that feels like it's you know doing the work of like a deep clean in your skin. These are everywhere. Uh, these can actually be a little bit harsh on your skin so if you're dry maybe stay away from these um, but just a rule of thumb like the larger the granules the more it's gonna you know pull up your skin so uh, like pull, by pull up I mean like it's gonna like get rid of the dead skin. So you want the more oily you are, the the, the larger granules you want to use. Um, so that means if you're super dry, you want to use like really small ones. Even like the, I'm thinking of like the dermatologic, uh, microdermabrasion, like the really really thin ones. I when I did use a physical exfoliator, I uses I used the brand Acure, um, which is vegan and it's the brightening facial scrub. I really liked it. I just kept it in my shower and I would use it every now and then when I had a gown feeling like super gross and then if you want to move into like chemical exfoliators I only recently started using one probably in the last year or two years um mainly because I just didn't know about them and again I'm like a I really love Glossier so they came out with one and then I just blindly used it I didn't even I was like this okay this is the solution this is gonna be the thing great so maybe you're a lot like me and that's kind of you use it and that's why. Um, but I've done a little bit of research into like why chemical exfoliators work. So they're actually not as harsh on your skin as the, the physical exfoliators can be. Not even really sure why. I feel like I think because of acids, I think of like my skin burning off, but I guess they can just penetrate layers of your skin without necessarily pulling them all, like, like getting rid of it all. Um, but I'll just really briefly, if you see these things, like just so you can like recognize what they are. I feel like nowadays with, because people can like educate themselves so much um, before they buy something, more brands are now saying like glycolic serum or like vitamin C serum because like we actually like can recognize and know what that is. Like we've kind of taken ownership of like the buying process and are like educating ourselves. So a really quick little spark notes version when you're looking at these things. For reference, the Glossier solution, the chemical exfoliator, has all three of these acids in it. So if you want to, I recommend, I was going to at the very end just recommend that as like something, just a baseline, just to try, see how your skin reacts. Again, like be careful when you're doing this, maybe patch test on your skin. So take like a small amount and maybe only try it out at first on like a small part of your skin because you know, if you get irritated or whatever, you don't want to go into work with like a really red face. So one thing you'll see 
is AHA acids. So um, these are acids that come from natural ingredients. Um, some examples are like glycolic and lactic, yeah, lactic acid, citric acid. Anytime you're using something like this, it makes your skin very sensitive to the sun. So please wear sunscreen, like a really good one. Um, not, you don't have to use banana boat. I'll talk about that later, but use a sunscreen before you go out in the sun. Glycolic acid, lactic acid, these are all going to probably be more associated with getting rid of discoloration, fine lines, wrinkles, and things like that. Um, getting rid of acne scarring. You're going to have brighter, clearer skin. Um, so, so that's what I would think of when I think AHA. Um, and they're water-soluble, so I think compared to the other ones, they're a little bit less intense. The other one is BHA acids. And when you, when you see BHA, think of like acne. Um, they're oil soluble. So they, like the, the common one is salicylic acid, which is like the acid known for um, getting out any serious oil or dirt buildup. And then the third one is PHA, which is like a little bit newer. It's not as common. Uh, it's very, it's probably out of the three, the most gentle on your skin. So this might be um, a good option if you have really sensitive skin to like look into just like a PHA exfoliator for yourself. All of these things are going to make your skin clearer, brighter, better. Um, but just the specific things, they this one just it gently removes like dead skin cells from your face, but it also has like a moisturizing effect as well. And it actually slows down signs of aging. So this one, people are kind of excited about it because it's like newer and it, it, it actually st uh, stimulates the growth and repair of your skin. So your, your skin is going to look a little bit more plump and fuller. Like the, the whole thing with, with aging and skin is that it loses its elasticity. So I guess this is kind of fighting the process of, of the, your skin getting weaker and, and less elastic. So bottom line, like these things can be a game changer for you. Just try something. I mean, based on like what type of skin you have, like try an AHA if you're kind of in the middle, try a BHA if you're super oily and try a PHA if you're sensitive um, and see how it works. And uh, I think Brooke asked me the first time I recorded this, like how long you should try something until like until you decide it doesn't work for you. I would say maybe, I mean, immediately if, if you're having really bad reactions to it, right off the bat, just stop using it. But um, you can also get samples at Sephora of most things um, or something like that. I mean, if it's from Glossier, maybe you, you can't get samples. You got to like go to the only, like four only stores they have in the country. But um, things like, whatchamacallit, things like brands that are in Sephora, if you go there, they'll give you a sample size if you ask. So try that. And when you are experimenting with all this stuff, try to obviously only experiment with one thing at a time. It's obvious, but I think it needs to be said. Like if you are like, you buy all this stuff, you buy a new cleanser, exfoliator, all this stuff, and then, you know, you don't know what's doing what to your skin. So yeah, that, that's one, I guess, suggestion I have. And I mean, try things for like maybe two or three weeks. Some things you won't see anything for like a month. I would at the very longest maybe give things like a month. And then the other, the last type of exfoliator is like a peel, which is just imagine like a, like almost like the mask version of an exfoliator. So it's just something you put on, you leave on, um, and it's just like a deeper way of exfoliating. Um, the ones I've used, the Drunk Elephant one is the Baby Facial. I like that. Um, the only thing I'll say about these is they are very intense. So please, again, like test on your skin, like spot test it before you do anything, um, especially if you know you have like really sensitive skin. So um, 
the the next step, I guess, and like the natural step in the process would be a toner or an essence. And I don't really have too much to say about this, um, mainly because I don't really have any type of like toner or essence that I have completely fallen in love with or that has changed my life. But um, it could be something helpful for you. Essentially, this is sort of just a step that you would use a toner to like address a general skin concern. So moisturizing if you're dry or acne if you're oily or things like that. And this would go after exfoliation before serums. So like you are sort of in a way like kind of prepping your skin. The two that I have, I have a Lancome Tonique uh, just because my friend gave it to me and I like it. It smells like roses. It's cute and it's moisturizing. It's nice. It's like hydrating. Um, so I use that some days and then other days I use um, the Body Shop Tea Tree Daily Solution Skin Prep, which is I use when I'm feeling like, again, a little bit gross or some pimples coming on. And I mean, really, like, again, it's totally up to your skin concern, totally up to you. People say skip toners altogether, but if you're like at the end of your rope and you haven't tried it yet, I highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> the next step would probably be like a serum, uh, which this is sort of the step that um, I think people as of like recently, maybe the last couple of years, just become very like obsessed over um, because you can get serums that are like $300 that are supposedly the the fountain of youth or whatever you could you know change your whole life with a serum I don't know but but this is like um the prescription piece of the, the skincare routine like these are going to be specific concerns and basically if you don't know what a serum is which I recently yelled at Brooke at like a friend's get together I was like you are 25 years old and you are asking me what a serum is I am offended but <laughs> um it's really just like a treatment uh, for your skin it's like a it usually comes as a highly concentrated either gel or like watery um, type of most usually it's it's a thick gel consistency but sometimes it's light and they just go really really deep into your skin again like they're highly concentrated ingredients some of them are like a single ingredient so um, you, you can layer these, um, they, there's one for everything, like anti-aging, oil control, acne, brightening, moisturizing, like, it, there's one for everything. I have a few, and I'll just talk on a couple. Vitamin C is kind of, like, the popular thing now, and just think, like, vitamin C, orange juice, like, skin brightening, helping fade, get rid of dark spots, clear acne scarring, clear anti-aging, fine lines, wrinkles, whatever. Some suggestions for brands, I think, like, you know, I like the I've tried the Drunk Elephant one. I know people are, like, obsessed with that brand, but it's kind of sticky. The consistency, it's, like, a little bit strange, and it smells a little nutty, which I didn't mind the smell, but the consistency I was starting to bother me after a while. I, like, didn't like how it layered under makeup, so I got rid of that. I use the Kiehl's one right now, which is, like, I like it. it I don't know if I love it quite yet. Um, there's Polish Choice. I think SkinCeuticals. Um, you can get one that's paired with a hyaluronic acid if you need like a moisturizing component. The Ordinary, I think, has one. They should. I mean, they don't. It's crazy. And this is another one where you, again, should use sunscreen because it makes you vulnerable to the sun. I didn't have an oily acne prone skin suggestion, so I went to my 
go-to YouTuber, James Welsh, who, like, if you want further um, details on all this stuff, he does, like, a video series. He does so many reviews. He's, like, the best. So, um, he recommends for oily, acne-prone skin the COSRX, so C-O-S-R-X, Centella Blemish Ampule. Um, it prevents sebum production, which is basically just, like, the production of acne on your face. So, try that. Um, hyaluronic acid, that one is going to be a hydrating serum. And then anti-aging ones, again, I don't really have another suggestion for this because um, I don't really need that yet. Um, my mom uses Lancome Genifique and swears by it, so I trust her with that. And I think my friend actually, because we got together, my one friend basically works at, well, two of my friends work at L'Oreal, but one of them had a bunch of products and we all like grab bag style just got a bunch of stuff and she was like raving about that serum so I would maybe try that it's a little expensive but whatever um if it works for you makes sense and then niacinamide is another one so you probably hear that one a lot this one think of like being glowy um and having really clear glowing skin yeah I have one I have the I use the bliss brand niacinamide and hyaluronic acid that's like my go-to daily one and I um use that like on alternating days with my vitamin C serum. So honestly, if I had to suggest like a way of finding one for yourself, like you can really just Google like serum and like acne or like oily skin serum and like things like that. And it'll, and you'll find, you'll, you'll come across something that works for you. Um, and then, you know, just another disclaimer, like if you, <laughs> you don't know this by now, maybe, maybe I should be concerned, maybe not, but, like, um, the people on YouTube sometimes get paid to say those things, so try to find, um, people you trust when they're doing, like, the reviews and stuff, sometimes they're, like, getting a big fat paycheck to say, like, this serum changed my life, so, like, be wary of that, that's why, um, I'm doing this, because I feel like in the beginning I was very, I was skeptical of that stuff, but that's why I think it took me so long to get to this point because I had to like you have to weed through a lot of that shit so <laughs> you're welcome but the next step so um one other thing that people talk about that's like a rule of thumb which I'm not really sure that it is but that when you're layering certain things so if you're going to use two serums at one time um to use the lighter one first and like the thicker ones the ones that are more like oils towards the end I say it's 2020 and like do whatever you want but um, if it helps you to kind of have that rule of thumb, go for it. But there's definitely situations where you can switch that around and I'm sure it's fine. But I don't know. Um, it's kind of like the conundrum of of like the skincare routine situation. But um, the next thing I'll talk about real quick is retinol. So retinol is an ingredient sometimes seen as retina A or retinoid. It's like a class of different ingredients that anytime you see this word, think anti-aging. Um, this is like my dermatologist, quote unquote, was like, I have older women coming in here just begging me to get prescription grade retinol because it what it does is it increases your cellular turnover like on your face. So you're like regenerating new cells um, at a really rapid rate. So it makes your skin look like a child. <laughs> like you literally have like day one on this earth, beautiful skin, but it does dry you out because you're basically the, the dead skin cells are like, it's turning over so fast that they're still kind of like sitting on your face. Um, so 
I now have a prescription grade one, so I use that every now and I should use it more often to get rid of my like really deep, deep acne scarring so I can like speed up that process. And I love it. Like I love how my skin looks after I use it. Be careful with it. And I know my dermatologist recommends like putting it over moisturizer, which I was like, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Like, is it even going to work? It works. <laughs> if you do that, it's still going to work. Um, but that's one way to like not maybe maybe if if you're really drying out to maybe like make like mitigate that a little bit um the I'll, I'll just recommend two these were the two I was using where like right up until I went to the dermatologist so this is stuff that like is the closest you can get to the prescription grade um the drunk elephant one it's expensive um and if you want to go for the cheaper option uh the ordinary grand active retinoid 2% emulsion is the name of it. The Ordinary is probably what sparked my interest in doing all this research because if you, they're a fairly, fairly inexpensive um, skincare company and it's because they basically sell the ingredients to you in like a little dropper bottle and like you just kind of have to know your shit if you want to buy their stuff. So in order to avoid the extremely steep prices of retinol from like I don't know, Lancome or whatever. Um, I don't even know if they have one, but you know, you get what I mean. I did all this research to figure out which one would work for my face, and that's kind of how I found The Ordinary. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would recommend it. Um, try it. Again, <laughs> if you think about what you're doing with your skin, you're getting rid of the old skin quicker and revealing newer underlayers of skin at a rapid pace. Wear sunscreen. <laughs> Police. Um, you it's just imagine like ripping open into the underlayers of your skin, and the first thing you do is just expose that to UV rays. Like it's just not healthy. The next thing on the list is like spot treatments for acne. Um, this again, like I've used the little band-aid. So the ingredient for acne, so I obviously I mentioned salicylic acid before, um, but the other ingredient is benzoyl peroxide and uh that one's a strong one. It's like, it's literally peroxide, the same stuff you put on <laughs> cuts. So it's, it's intense. It's strong. Um, but I liked those little, um, band-aid patches because it's like highly concentrated and it's directly onto the pimple and it almost like suffocates it. So I would try those if you haven't. Um, the Mario Badescu, um, drying spot treatment. It's pink and it comes in a little bottle and it looks like, um, Pepto-Bismol. It's like the same color. Uh, it's a little lighter, actually. And that I would put on pimples overnight, and that was usually pretty good. That be careful with because it dries out your skin, but it worked for me. Um, and again, like, I keep um, repeating this, but this was all stuff that I was also using right up until I went to the dermatologist. So if you're using this stuff day in and day out, and it's really not working for you, and you're, you're, you've got pimples under pimples under pimples, then again, maybe you need to go. Um, to see a dermatologist like um and get you know on some medication that'll block the sebum producing hormones um or, or whatever your situation is um the next thing is eye cream so this is kind of like an old lady step which i hate saying it's so mean and horrible and ageist but um it's like i i feel like eye cream is like the 
something you it's like a rite of passage like when you're getting older you're like oh I gotta start using eye cream um but I use one I use Glossier's um mainly the reason why that is is because you know the the skin around your eyes um is actually some of the softest skin on your body and so it's very vulnerable and around your eyes is when you start showing signs of aging around your eyes it just kind of gives you this it just makes you look old like when you're getting wrinkles around your eyes like it's just kind of it's like just a thing like it's a thing um so again like I don't think there's really any like there's not really many ingredients to consider you really just find one that works for you I think my mom uses Ol Henriksen eye creams I've used Kiehl's the avocado one I didn't love that I feel like it didn't really seep into my skin very quickly I don't know that one was weird it was like really thick and like not it didn't absorb well, I guess, but the Glossier one I use now and I really like, so um, I use it every day, morning and night. You can you can just use it at night; it's not a big deal. Moisturizer again, it's sort of similar to this for me. Like I just, I don't think there's like the one like the best moisturizer out there. Like you have a range. I don't think it's <laughs> worth it to buy something that's like hundred and eighty dollars an ounce, like La Mer or something. Um, I use like CeraVe Daily Moisturizing Lotion and I love it. You can look for ceramides, which is like, if you think of your skin like bricks and a wall, it would be like the, the glue, the whatever holds them together. Like that's kind of what ceramides do for your skin. Like it helps with like kind of holding your skin cells together um, and like repairing that and restoring that. So that's a little weird, but Glossier moisturizers are good. First aid repair, I like that, that whatever that brand is I, I like theirs again look for non uh comedogenic if you're acne prone um you can get one with a with an spf i'm currently using uh the lancome one with spf and i like that one so the only other thing i'll say about moisturizers is like if your skin is really dry maybe try having a day and a night moisturizer because the day ones would be a little bit lighter you can layer makeup over it it's like not gonna be gross and sit on the, the top of your skin but a night cream should be thick and it should you want to rebuild your cute little face all night long so get like a good whipped thick throw in that lavender smell to calm yourself down like I I like the one from Glossy <laughs> like whew, I love them but um I like that one uh I don't have any others that I really love just because that one smells like lavender, but I would try different ones. Then on top of that, if you're going out and you just put your moisturizer on, put a sunscreen on. And here's what I'll say about sunscreen. Um, I literally, I made an outline for all of this and in it, <laughs> I'm in all caps. It's time to grow the fuck up and use a goddamn sunscreen because I don't care how tan you are you have skin and like your skin is very very sensitive even if you tan and you absorb UV rays and, and whatever so um the reason people are like I think turned off by using sunscreen is because they don't realize there's like sunscreen that doesn't make you white cast um and like oily and, and gross um chemical um sunscreens are the ones you want to um look at not mineral the mineral ones are the ones that like sit on your skin um whatever so this is the stuff that's in moisturizers basically um get one from a Kiehl's 
I have the La Roche-Posay one, which you can literally get in CVS, CeraVe, Clinique, whatever you prefer. It'll feel like a second moisturizer, I promise. Um, but please use it. Especially, okay, if you're not going to use it, whatever. I hate you. Um, I don't hate you. I'm just kidding. Um, but during the points where I mention um, the vitamin C serum, exfoliators, like if you're using certain things, just use them when you use that because you really will like hurt yourself, expose your skin too much to the sun, and it's like really bad if you do that. Oils, oils or whatever. I mean, honestly, I have a couple. I use <laughs> I use Glossier Future Dew. I also have rose hip seed oil. I know people really like marula oil. Again. This could be like your wintertime layered on top of your moisturizer on Sundays just to get some extra moisture to your skin. If you have really dry skin, this could be your game changer bestie. Like, I know rosehip seed oil is non-comedogenic, so I would just look into that. I think if you're super oily and acne prone and don't just go throwing oils on your face, like, but I think it's another thing people don't always consider. So there's that. And then... That's really it. I have balm here, mainly because I have um, La Roche-Posay AP Balm, um, which is like a their newer, really intense moisturizer, and it's super thick. I don't even like use it as much anymore, but I was using it when, and it was recommended by my dermatologist when I was using retinol. So that I, I recommend that if you have super dry skin and like it's really bad. I would use that with a moisturizer, like with one. And I mean, yeah, that's like the gist of it. Okay, guys. So this week we wanted to play a game. So we're going to play Would You Rather Self-Care Edition. So I'm going to start and ask Carly and we'll just go like one after the other. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather unlimited facials for a year or unlimited massages for a year? Massages, hands down. There's no question. Okay. I would do Even the same. with my skincare obsession, no. I'm surprised. I thought maybe you would have picked facials. But. Nope, not at all. Mm. Okay. Would you rather spend – I <laughs> I wanted to put a time limit on this, but realistically you can't, like physically. I don't think you can, but let's just bear with me. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather spend your day in a sauna or in a cryotherapy situation? Is that the cold one? That's like the, yeah, that's like the cold tank. But like, I know you can't spend a whole day in there, but like, if you, like, whatever. <laughs> um, that's hard, actually. Ah. <laughs> I would, initially, I was going to say the colder one. Uh huh. I mean, I think either one, you'd get used to it. I feel like the cold, because if I was really hot, like, I wouldn't want to pass out, even though I think, like, people live in, like, hotter places. But <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to go with the cold one. What is it? Cry? What is that? Cryotherapy. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I would do. That was, that was, a, good, that was a good one. I know, okay. right? <clears throat> yeah. Would you rather get a $1,000 gift card to Kiehl's or Glossier? This is because you know me. I this know. Is- <laughs> I'm personally victimized by this. <laughs> Honestly, Glossier, and I'll tell you why. Okay. There's more products that I continually buy from there. Okay. Like refill. Right. Then Kiehl's, it would just be me, like, just wanting to buy all of it, and it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. But 
I would get more practical use out of Glossier. Okay, cool. I just boy brow on loop for life. Um, <laughs> okay. Would you rather do a session of acupuncture or a suction cup session? Definitely acupuncture. Why? Well, I've never gotten acupuncture, but my sister gets it and she likes it. And I have bad suction memories because one time I got that done at physical therapy after I broke my ankle, which I haven't, I don't think I've, have I told the story of how I broke my ankle on here? I'm not going to now, but um, yeah, (laughs) when I was going to physical therapy, um, yeah, I had surgery like on my ankle on the side, like, like kind of my shin. And I don't know why he did the suctions there, but it ended up ripping open my scar. Like I got surgery and stitches and it opened it up and I got a, an infection and I had to go to the hospital. I so, didn't know that. Yeah. You. I don't know why yeah. I didn't know that. I was, it was like when I was at school, like we weren't together. Oh, yeah. So like my roommates knew about it. My mom knew about it, but it was a horrible, horrible experience. Um, wow. So if you ever do those suction cup things, make sure that they clean them. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow, that was, that was another good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote these in under thirty seconds too. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. For you, would you rather a massage gun like the one I have, or an at-home micro microdermabrasion kit? Oh my god. <sighs> Check back with me in a year. <laughs> I just saw one of like those the microdermabrasion things, and um, actually, if, if anyone else knows Sarah's day, she's like a fitness YouTuber. She uh-huh. just got one, and like it tells it has a little screen on it, and it tells you exactly like where to do it on your face, and it has different like heads and stuff. And like I don't know, I never have gotten like a regular microdermabrasion, but I'm very interested now. You know what? This is a cop out, and it's really horrible, but I'm pretty sure that's more expensive than a massage gun. So I think I'm gonna pick that that's false but <laughs> i mean if i get you know you i mean you know obviously there's different ones of everyone but the microdermabrasion thing i was looking at was like 200 and i mean huh. massage guns range i guess from probably like 150 to 300 so all right well I feel like even my can... little cop out didn't even like help um yeah all right i mean yeah, you I might think... be able to get like the fanciest microdermabrasion yeah, which is what like, I yeah, want. Yeah. So, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. My next two are like sort of similar. Like they have the same vibe. Okay. But they're very different when you think about it. Okay. So, would you rather do an upbeat cardio class or would you rather do a chill meditation class when you're in the mood for self care? Hmm. When I'm in the mood for self-care, it's definitely going to be the yoga. Fire. Nice. But I like the idea of a nice pump-up class. Okay. My next question. Would you rather a gel foam memory mattress or a fancy massage chair? The gel foam mattress for sure. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I get the massage chair, I don't get a person to massage me with this. So what am I going to do? Sit in it and, like, watch yeah. TV? Oh, you mean like the ones that massage? Like, do you mean like the ones like at the mall? Yeah, that like I mean you can oh, buy them, but like that have the feet too and the and yeah, the arms. I thought I thought you meant like you know those chairs in the middle of the mall that like peep somebody's there to massage you, like the one that's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
no, like a really fancy one that's like thousands of dollars, but you can put it in your house. I don't know why I think that like, would you rather you have to answer like right away? (laughs) (laughs) The first thing that comes to your mind. (laughs) It's like not word association at all, but I immediately jumped on. That's what I thought you were talking about. Uh Um, Wait, okay. So it was massage chair or mattress. I still think I'm going to go with the mattress because I feel like I prefer a person massage not like the chair like I feel like every time I'm in that massage chair at the salon I'm always like first of all it's weird because when it vibrates you're like boobs are like (laughs) I know (laughs) and I'm always like so awkward this little like woman at my feet is just like great yeah well I feel like if you have a good mattress you don't really even need the chair you know yeah that's what I mean like so yeah I think I plus I love sleeping so okay all right okay last one so would you rather be (laughs) I'm trying to say stranded to make it really dramatic but just go with me would you rather be stranded at one of those like crazy um fitness retreats where it's all like um circuit classes and like all these fit people whatever or would you rather be stranded at a silent retreat mm-hmm. like s- silent yoga <laughs> like, well, there's, i think there's yoga those things but like you know how people go totally on like silent like, what like you can't talk the whole time yeah you can't talk like it's okay, like one no. of those like serious no. yogi i couldn't know nope Right. I would do the fitness one. It's funny because I was going to ask you like the same question, but I was going to do like a yoga retreat, but I knew what you'd pick. So I didn't ask it. Okay, cool. um, but I actually have two more for you. So I'll ask them both. Rainfall, showerhead or jet tub? Jet tub. I'm, I'm so into tubs. Like, come on. I know. Okay. I, but I, I do love the rainfall I shower. I like half the week. Okay. <laughs> no. Last one. Would you rather take a walk along the beach or hike in the mountains? Now, come on. <laughs> Knowing me. <laughs> do I like the beach? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess. Okay, no. No, I don't. I don't. I don't you don't like the sun. <laughs> no, I do like... Okay, listen. I, I just don't... I can't... I can't understand the concept of just like... I guess because I don't tan... Yeah, if nobody's seen Carly, she's like, you know, Irish, English, pale skin. Like Elmer's glue, but make it fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer's glue, but make it fashion. That's your brand. Well, Alex always quotes my tweet. My one, like, I say is like my like best work is when I said, I think this was like back in high school. The tweet is still up. So like, go find it, please. But it was like, went from stark white to French vanilla this summer. Hashtag some infinities are bigger than others. And I thought I, I was, you. I literally was like, call the Pulitzer Prize. Like, I literally was like, I am a genius. Like, it was the same around the same time. I'm just getting so into not this. But yeah, so I'm really pale. So I don't like do well on the beach because I like, First of all, I get dehydrated very easily, and then I'm just not having fun. So the hiking, even though I 
I've done like one real hike in my life and I like was not prepared at all because I was like oh we're just gonna have some fun and then like no it was like hard to climb things right so I would like I think I would like a I'm a prepared for this hike hike you know hmm. fair you gotta okay. get on the mountain there's no mountains near here well I've hiked though there's places you can hike yeah but like it's not like a real hike. I mean I did say hike like, in the mountain but it's like whatever. some rocks and you just like walk over them Okay, well, this was fun. I feel like I generally knew what you were going to say, but hopefully everyone else. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, this was fun. Um, Keep an eye on our Instagram stories at Love Myself Podcasts. Uh, We are going to ask you guys for some input for some of our games at the end of our episodes. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your siblings about our podcast. If you tag us on Instagram uh, in your Instagram story, we will share your story on our Instagram. Also, DM me and let me know if you'd rather go on the beach or a hike. thank you for coming to my dead talk i feel like i had something else to say oh oh okay if you're listening to this on monday january 27th keep an eye on our instagram because we're gonna be putting something out what'd you say sorry i said we're giving away a car we're not giving away a car um if we were i'd want it um anyway (laughs) you don't even have a car (laughs) carly needs a car um but yeah keep an eye on our instagram stories on wednesday we're gonna post a surprise for you guys um again our instagram is love myself podcast we're on twitter at love myself pod sorry thanks guys like a year from now and the surprise is so over and it doesn't matter yeah you won't care that much don't bother looking back you're really really doing a wonderful outro and i just keep like killing like (laughs) all right yeah we're just gonna we're just ending it so love you guys Peace out. See you next Monday.